Are you often overwhelmed by the need to come up with constant ideas for your online content, whether you're writing social media, blogs, articles, and so on? Is advanced planning something you never quite have time for? So if you'd really love some guidance on planning your content, ditching the overwhelm, and actually start enjoying the process, then today's episode of Cracking Copy is for you. Cracking Copy is a marketing and copywriting podcast where we lift the lid on writing for business and read between the lines of effective copy. This is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs and savvy business owners like you who understand the value that great copy can bring to their bottom line. We dive into a different aspect of writing for business in each episode, debunk the myths about how we should write and explore the ways that writing can be fun, conversational and creative while also being high impact for serious results. So listen, laugh and learn with us, Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride, as we share our words and wisdom in each snack-sized episode. Expect some light bulb moments, interesting guests and practical takeaways as we crack the copy code together. Hello, um, I'm Minnie McBride, copywriter and co-host of the Cracking Copy podcast. And in today's episode, I'm talking to Sarah Richards, who is a content coach and Instagram expert. So welcome, Sarah. So lovely to have you here. Would you introduce yourself to our listeners? I'd love to. Thanks so much for having me on your show. I'm Sarah Richards, content coach and Instagram trainer, and I help small business owners create content that their audiences love. Um, I've worked in marketing for my entire career, both here in the UK and over in Australia too. Lots of work with travel businesses. And my favorite role was when I worked for a boutique hotel group in marketing. And my job was to just travel off to wine country, islands and spa country and just wine and dine with the owners of the hotels and work out their marketing. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, perfect job. Perfect job. But these days, um, I specialize in content marketing. I manage content for three beautiful brands and I offer one-to-one training and small group workshops and content, um, a content course as well, um, which starts again in January. So that's me. Yeah, well, we're going to come to talk about your course in a bit. Um, But I was going to start off, you know, I think it's true to say that many companies, that's large companies as well as small businesses, are guilty of being reactive with their online content rather than being more intentional and scientific with what they're putting out there. It's almost like sort of what we're going to... What am I going to post? What am I going to post this week? Panic, panic, panic. And so... Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously proper planning, testing, analysing is really important. So I think my first question to you is what, in your experience, because, you know, you deal with clients all the time, are the biggest struggles that people have when planning their content, do you think? I think there's a few. I think the first is having the ideas for what to post is something that uh, trips a lot of people up. Believing that they can't plan ahead. A lot of people say that they just prefer to um, create their content in the moment. Knowing how to plan strategically. A lot of businesses and particularly small businesses don't actually know how to do that. And they're just winging it and living it from day to day. 
And then last of all, finding the time to plan and then to create the content because whichever way you do it, whatever type of business you are, it takes time to think about what you're going to plan, you know, into your content for that month and that um, quarter. Um, but there's nothing worse than sitting there late at night, faffing around, thinking, what am I going to post tomorrow morning? It's awful. And it eats into family time, your general life. And nobody wants that. No, I know. And it's all but it, but it is a bit sort of easier said than done, isn't it, to put the time aside? Because actually, if you're running your own business, there's like a million billion things that you could be doing, rather than sitting down and planning, you know, your social media and or your blogs or um, and that kind of thing. So if we take one of them that you mentioned, which which is something that, that, that I I've come across quite a lot, which is people just say how you know, how do I come up with the ideas? So I was going to ask you really if you had a sort of couple of pointers that are really helpful uh, for people to um, like hone down, if you like, what they what they might what they might write about or, or, or promote. I think um, in terms of coming up with the ideas, firstly, you have to just develop a content mindset. So people laugh at me all the time. My sister comes to visit me and she goes, oh, my goodness, you are literally always thinking in content. Um, and a coach I've been working with, um, we were having a conversation the other day and she said, do you mind if I use um, this message to put out on my social media? And I was like, of course not. I'd already thought you would do that. Um, so it's it's having that mindset to create content from everything you do. And you can't create content all day long. But if you could write one thing down every day that's an idea for future content, you're always building up a, a content sort of funnel that you can draw from whenever you need to. Um, also, I think a good brainstorming session is absolute gold. There's nothing better than a piece of paper and a pen, wiggly lines and your thoughts spilling out onto a page and you can cross them out, start again if you need to. But that's when the creativity happens. And also getting away from your desk is one of the best ways to come up with ideas. Yeah. And if I suppose, what do you think about, I suppose when you're a small business as well, you're having to do that or you're a sole trader. And it is a small business and you're doing that on your own. I mean, obviously, you're in a, in a slightly larger company. There might be a small team within the marketing department or whatever who are able to come up with those ideas. And certainly when I worked in a big company, I certainly found the sort of bouncing ideas off colleagues really, really helpful. And I think it's but also, you know, you'd book a meeting room and you'd all go and you'd have a. Well, back in the day, we, we had a full of those flip chart things, you know, and those big pen, big fat pens. But, you know, now, obviously, if you're on your own, it's quite difficult, isn't it? Because you haven't you, you've only got yourself. So that's I think it's very interesting that you're talking about a content mindset. So, you know, you get a testimonial, you automatically bank that testimonial or you ask somebody if you can use something, I suppose, or you go to a, you know, you're taking video all the time, certainly, because obviously on Instagram, it's really you know, and TikTok, obviously, it's all about it's all about video. So I suppose what you're saying as well is you you take your phone everywhere you go and just just take pictures and and video of, of what you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no reason why you can't grab a couple of seconds from a meeting with a client. Um, you sat at your desk doing work. There's just angles of content every single moment of the day and I think a lot of people don't see that 
and think they haven't got time, but you're only needing two, three seconds here and there. Okay. And then, and writing it down. And, and so for you, do you, when you have ideas, do you, um, and you're on the go, do you write it in notes or do you have some kind of app or software that you use? So um, I, I used to write it just into a note in my phone and I'm, I'm on Apple. So anything I write into the notes app on my phone appears on my computer in notes as well. So that was always really good because I could work off the two. Um, but it, once I got to hundreds of ideas in there, it just became a bit long and a bit unmanageable. So now I use Trello. And there's other programs such as Trello, um, like Notion and Asana, and there's other ones too, but I use Trello. I find it really good. I have a, a list within Trello for each of my content pillars, and then I plan out all my weeks in there. And before the summer holidays last year, I managed to plan out sort of nine weeks of content in half an hour because all the ideas are in there and it's a case of dragging and dropping. Oh, that is amazing. Amazing in half an hour. Okay, so you mentioned content pillars, which was actually going to be my next question. So um, what are they um, and how do you go about defining them? Content pillars are just simply topics of conversation. I sometimes call them buckets. They can also be called themes. They're topics. They're just a way for you to categorize the themes of conversation that you'll have with your audience. Yeah. Can you give me an example, though? Because it's you talk about conversation. So um, I don't know. Can you give me like maybe one of your clients or a, a hypothetical? I'm happy to share mine. So my business, obviously, content is what I want to be known for. So that's content ideas, content planning and content strategy, plus a bit of Instagram in there as well, because it's my favorite app. And I started on there as training people sort of in Instagram. So I guess um, I do still train a lot of people on Instagram as well. But my buckets of content are firstly content inspiration. So I share the ideas to help people. Um, I then provide content tips and sort of strategy tips, how to, how to create the content. I have an Instagram tips and news bucket, a selling or promotional bucket. And into there goes things like, lead magnets, promoting my email newsletter, um, anything that's got a salesy sort of message. And then I have um, connection and community um, pillars as well. So connection content is where I make sure that I'm drip feeding into my content um, bits of me and so people can build that know, that like and that trust. So that's how I've shaped mine um which hopefully that will help yeah yeah I like those I like those and then I guess that makes it easier once you've got a content pillar because then you're just trying to find or you're finding one piece of content or whatever for each pillar and then do you just rotate them or um do you maybe do more of one or is that or, or is that again done on research because that's one of the things isn't it I suppose looking at your analytics and seeing what what people are resonating with most yeah, you could get really strategic about it. Um, when I did my uh, social media training, it was all about having a pie chart and splitting each of your pillars into, you know, the proportion of content you'd have in that. But you just know, like, content inspiration and content tips are what 
I want to be known for and what my audience come to me for. So I know that there needs to be more sort of that fit in, there needs to be more content that is um, within that bucket of content. Um, Instagram too, you know, you just, you don't need to have a, an absolute science behind it. I think if you try and get too strategic and too number orientated around it, it just trips you up and it's another thing that stops you actually getting on and posting the content. Yeah, because it's, yeah, because it's about being, um, you know, being visible and being consistent. And you're right, if you start to analyse things too much, it could put you off. Um, particularly when when sometimes you know there's certain times of the year aren't there when Instagram is um is quieter and well all of them are quieter platforms um so so I've got my pillars here um now because you've told me how to do them so (laughs) um, my next question is your top tips um for effective content planning Okay, so first of all, number one, you need to get absolutely clear about who you are as a business. If you don't have clarity about that, you've got no chance of being able to create good content that your audience likes. Number two, to know exactly who you're aiming at and who you're talking to and know what they're struggling with, looking for, because that will shape your content. You've got your content pillars, obviously. Embrace the content mindset is probably number four gather ideas every day and go on an occasional content inspiration mission head to pinterest head to google head to instagram and just find the great content that you could do something on so podcasts is another way i listen to podcasts when i go for a walk and there can be two words that jump out of me at me from that podcast and that will go into my list as an idea for future content. Um, And it sometimes it only needs to be a couple of words that you note down, but it'll set you off um, thinking for the future. Create a content systems or library so that you've actually put all of your ideas in one place so that it makes it easy. Like I said, it took me 30 minutes to plan, not to create, to plan what I was going to um, post for nine weeks last summer because um, I could just drag and drop because the ideas were all there. Um, don't shy away from brainstorming. Chat to clients. So you talked before about having um, not having a team if you work on your own, and that's so true. But just because we work on our own and run our own businesses doesn't need, mean to say we're alone. We can call upon all sorts of people to help us. So clients, you know, from chats, peers, so I could get loads of ideas from this conversation, for example. Um, Having business buddies, so I catch up once a month with some friends that have their own businesses locally. They're completely different businesses to mine. We've got an interior designer, a nutritionist, and a running coach, so all completely different. But in a way, we're all each other's customers, and so that is always a fabulous source of content inspiration somewhere to batter ideas around um and it's a great way to know what is potentially on you know other people's minds and not just looking within and then just be strategic with your content planning as well so that you know your core content you may I might create series content so every Monday for example I post something on Instagram called the content draft 
And that really is, it's normally five ideas for the week ahead um, that you could use for your content. And I, if I don't do anything else in a week, I know that that's there, it's done. Um, I can do it in advance if I want to. I can do it at the last minute if it seems relevant. I change the format of it. So sometimes it's a reel, sometimes it's a carousel, sometimes it's a single image post. Um, but that just sets me up for the week. I know what I'm doing. That's actually really, really good for the people that follow you because they're actually, if you are stuck, Sarah has a, yeah, on a Monday, you can just copy Sarah's ideas. Yeah, and pop back and go through, you know, weeks and weeks and you'll find tons of ideas in there. But also, um, just the last thing on being strategic, know what's coming up. So, you know, if you have got something coming up um, in three months' time, think about what content you need to drip feed and prep your audience with before you start selling that thing later on. Yeah, because actually, that's a good thing. That was going to be my next question, because um, obviously we're talking about coming up with sort of content for every day. But if you're doing a specific campaign, so a product launch, um, so, you know, the drip feed thing. So are there any other tips that you can give if someone has um, got a set deadline? Or obviously things like co- uh, people who are running courses as a whole mm-hmm. um marketing strategy that you have to put together but I'm just wondering from your point of view and obviously your own course um, what are the sort of top tips that you would give somebody that has like a deadline of something that they're selling I think one of the biggest things is don't um don't do it last minute plan it in advance um because there's nothing worse than trying to market and particularly if you're selling your you know service of your own under pressure it just feels horrible and I um for some uh I know well lots of reasons hadn't planned my September course launch well enough and I kind of just winged it as I was going along and it just felt horrible um whereas when I did it in June yeah it was all planned out I knew the key messages I knew what I was doing and it just gives you more confidence and you feel better about everything you're doing um but I think also, you know, with things like Black Friday, just because everybody does Black Friday, it doesn't mean to say you do that. Just because everybody launches a course in a certain way, it doesn't mean to say you have to do that. You've got to be you. You've got to be unique. And you've got to think outside this, the box and do what feels right to you with, with all of those things. Yeah. But with the key thing there being planning and giving yourself time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So your next course then is in January. So could you perhaps tell our listeners a little bit about uh, the structure of the course and um, and what they will learn? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, so I do a course that is now called the Content Reboot. January will be the third time I've run it. It's just for really small groups of people. It's a three-week course and it's all about building joy in your content and just feeling calm and organized. Um, We go over the content foundations first so that everybody knows their own value, their target customer and their content pillars. Then we learn all about how to create a content system, you know, and set things up in Trello or a similar tool. And then we gather loads of inspiration together. We talk. There'll be this one. I'm going to put um, content audits into it. So everybody audits their own or somebody else's content. 
bank up loads of ideas, plan the ideas out um, for as far ahead as they can actually stretch themselves to do. And then there'll be time to actually start creating the content as well, which is um, just keeps everybody accountable and it just gets the content planned and already started um, ready for the future. Yeah. And actually to start in January, what a brilliant way to kick the year off, actually. So um, so all the details of Sarah's course are in the um, notes. Um, And obviously, if you need to speak to Sarah, um, we put down her email address and or you can contact her on Instagram. So um, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I've got loads of tips from today and I have got just got to be a bit more organised. <laughs> Don't worry, we're all we all have moments where we're not. <laughs> Even I do. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity to have a chat to you all. You have been listening to the Cracking Copy podcast with Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride. Don't miss out on future episodes by making sure you hit subscribe down below to keep up with all our podcasts. And more details and resources are in our show notes. So we'll see you next time.